make noise, 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 make noise. This is a person I really, really like. There are, there are a few people in the business that I really, really like, but this is somebody that I really, really like. Like person. Um, I like everything about her. That has nothing to do with sexually or anything. I look at her like a little sister. I enjoy her. I think she has a beautiful spirit, and I just love her to death, like as a sister. Hey, girl, what's going on? Hey, Scoop, how are you? I'm fine. So this is Maya, and like I said again, Maya's one of my favorite people, period. That's because of her energy, her, her kindness, her calmness. The best way I could explain it for me is that Maya is like a white candle in, in a room <laughs> with rain coming down on a roof during a thunderstorm. To me, it's very calming. Whenever I see Maya, I get calm. Whenever I'm around her, I get calm. Oh, I gotta see your face, girl. Put that, put that up so we can see your face, cause I can see. I want to see. That's perfect. Um, she, she's very calming to me, and um, she just gives me that feeling. And again, like I was just saying before, she got on. It ain't nothing to do sexually. I just like her. As a person, there's people that people can like just because of their energy, and she exudes a bright light, and I like a bright light because, to be honest with you, people, the majority of the music business is a bunch of people who really ain't shit. And I, you know that, you know oh, that. No, no, no. Now you know that I'm not put you in the spot, okay. but you the know business. that, and you know <laughs> that the, the the majority of the music business is a bunch of people who are fake. A bunch of people who will ask you to do something, but when you need them, they won't do it for you. It's a bunch of fuckery and nonsense. So it's rare for me to find people that I really like. And Maya is one of those people. And I went all the way around the world to get to that. But I had to say that. Give it up for Maya. Howie. Oh, what an introduction. <laughs> yes, that, 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 that's, that's How very good. How are real. you? I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Maya is also a person to me that exudes pure health. And I'm going to say this before I get into interviewing her. I'm going to say this. Maya has been looking 18 years old for about 28 years. Okay? Not always. Uh, look at 18 <laughs> years old. Like there was one years. point that I wasn't. So I okay. cracked the whip on myself. <laughs> now, now, people, and Maya, maybe she knows this or maybe she doesn't know this. Behind her back, they call her a vampire. But see, but the thing with Maya is that she is in perfect health, and we're going to get into that very in, in, shortly. We happened to be on a 90s tour about eight weeks ago. Was it six or eight weeks ago? Maybe six, eight weeks ago. And um, it's a 90s tour. So everybody that had records during the 90s was on that tour. Now, there were people who looked... Like they were that like they were from the nineties. There were people who looked their age, okay, but not Maya. Okay. Maya looked again, 18 years old. Anytime I see her, she looked the same age. It's like she's stuck on 18, and that's it. Maya is also the reason that I lost 40 pounds. Okay. The we were on the tour and they were talking about coronavirus. And we, we might have been in, um, I think we were in Cardiff. And I went 
to, they were saying if you have pre-existing conditions, the coronavirus can grab you, can get you, and it can hurt you. And at that time, I was grabbing a lemon tart, and I was grabbing cookies and a bunch of stuff. And Maya has a way of looking at you like a school teacher. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she because we've had conversations about health and eating and Dr. Sabi and all that stuff, and she looked at me, and the look on her face was like, you know that you should not have that in your hand. And I immediately put it down, and I went right to the juicer. And from the rest of the 10 days that we were on that tour, I used the juicer every day. I didn't eat meat, anything else. Consequently, 40 or 50 days later, I have now lost 45 pounds. So that's all due to her. Um, that's all due that's to you. you. That, that's, that's, that's you. you. Um, that's all you. <laughs> no, that's all you, because you, the look on your face, I didn't want to disappoint you. And the look on your face was like, put that down. So let's start, let's start here. You are extremely healthy. You are a vegan, am I correct? Yes, but vegan does not mean healthy. Okay. So, so there's so, fears to that. <laughs> okay, so you know? walk us through that. Walk us through that. Explain vegetarian versus vegan and, and explain what you do because you're really, really good at eating and health and everything, and I wanted people to hear that. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. You're a legend and we need you here, which is why I looked at you like that on tour, which was a fun tour, by the way. Um, I started my, well, first of all, I started years and years and years ago, over a decade ago, on a pescatarian journey, which means I gave up all meat. Um, I actually gave up pork a long time ago in high school because I got lightheaded and blacked out when it was actually being cooked mm. at my grandmother's house and my house. I was in high school and I stopped eating pork then. It was probably like 1996. And from there, I eventually gave up beef, all of the red meat because I had some digestive problems. Um, my lower back would give me issues and I just wasn't consuming enough vegetables with that along with enough water either but then I went pescatarian which means just seafood and then from there uh, I started conducting challenges when there was MySpace and Twitter and that's when I became vegetarian and that was for years um, then I got into a very toxic relationship and started eating everything I grew up on gained 35 pounds wow. started looking like I had kids <laughs> you know and I wasn't feeling good I had knee problems all of that stuff and from there when I left that relationship which my life depended on I went back to what I was doing before I said I'm going to go back to uh, vegetarianism but I'm going to take it a step further after my six months return to vegetarianism and I'm going to go vegan whatever that means it was still mm -hmm. a foreign language to me and from veganism I I learned so much uh, in my first six months regarding what I couldn't have what it was now vegetarianism you can consume eggs uh, or milk or both and ovo is the proper term for um, eggs and, and don't be mad about those eggs because you can't have eggs stop barking <laughs> and then um lacto is the proper word for milk so there are ovo lacto vegetarianism uh and then there's ovo and then there's lacto or both so i was consuming both but at the same time 
I was diagnosed with osteopenia, which is the early signs of osteoporosis, okay. which they tell you, you know, milk builds strong bones and calcium and all of that stuff. But I was frail. I had some fractures as well as a dancer, and that was no good. So when I went vegan, I reversed my anemia immediately. I also reversed my osteopenia. I didn't have any breaks. I didn't have any fractures, which was strange to me. I was consuming plant-based milks, uh, the rice milk, started with soy, I don't, I don't consume soy anymore. The oat milks, the hemp, um, cashew milks, almond, coconut milk, all that stuff. And July 1st will be me walking into almost year seven of veganism, but there's tears. When I first started my vegan journey, uh, it was about reading everything that was on the box because I was consuming processed foods, substitutes, you know, which are not always healthy, especially some of the products that contain chemicals or wheat or, or soy or even gluten. If you're intolerant to that, uh, you have to read carefully because some things that are labeled vegan are still consumed with dairy. So that was a journey for me. Just within the first six months, I lost all of that weight that I put on in my relationship, but I was gaining weight as well as a vegetarian because I was consuming the fries, the pizzas, the, the, the pastas, the cheeses, the milks. And there's something that happened also spiritually. I would say walking into my first year of vegan life, my skin cleared up. I regained just a peace and a calm about myself. I started learning a lot of things outside of just human health, but the health of the planet and um, the environmental impact. But I come from a family of diabetics, of heart disease. My mom is a two-time cancer survivor, and it was very important, first of all, for my own health, um, and then also my community, my family, and then breaking the cycle and the generational curses, they call it, because mm -hmm. it's painful to watch who you love um, wither away or pass away or die and knowing that your community and your people are targeted and at the top of that statistic list you have to do something about it so what I do now is lead by example and from vegetarianism to veganism I started doing raw veganism because that was even more of a challenge because that was a processed vegan junk food, carbohydrate, <laughs> all the wrong things type of vegan when I first started out. But you have to be patient with yourself because there's no right, right way to start in a new journey, but to just do it. And um, from there, I lost more weight. I felt great. My knees weren't giving me any problems. I was dancing like I was 18 years old again. <laughs> No problem. First one up, last one to go to sleep. Creatively, um, I wanted to make sure that when I was doing music at that particular time, 2015, 2016, that it was conscious, it was uplifting, it was positive. And the album that I put out fresh into veganism was Smoke Jones, and it got nominated for a Grammy because I believe all of that energy, all that compassion and positivity that and awareness of, of what people consume, not just on their plates, but spiritually, lyrically, musically. Uh, and a couple of words that Prince left me in some of the meetings that I took with him were all put into that album. And so what, I was fully aware. Why is he barking about Prince? 
<laughs> he's barking out. He's barking at outside. He hears other dogs barking. But um, yeah. So there, there was a lot of things that happened. And right now, I mean, I have a starter guide out because I've conducted challenges every, every year, and I'm planning on conducting one very soon. I thought it was going to be this month, but I have some family members that are not doing too well right now. Um, that is my priority. So my fans have been asking me, my followers have been asking me when the next challenge is. And what I did was um, put together some recipes and some easier mechanisms in my guide. And I just actually uploaded one of the guides today with some new tiers of actual products, whether it be shampoo, conditioner, um, plant-based meat substitutes, all of the things that you want to know when you want to transition and make it easy on everybody because it's definitely done a world of wonder for me in every aspect of my life, physically, spiritually, mentally, creatively, emotionally. Um, and I'm never turning back. <laughs> so yeah, I hope I can answer questions. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this. When you see Maya, she walks on a cloud. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> it, it, this is facts. This is actual facts. I've been on two two long tours with her of over 14 days, so I got to observe her and I, I see how it is. We were all sitting in England, and they were talking, "Oh, coronavirus, this coronavirus, this uh, uh, pre-existing conditions," and Maya was sitting there in the midst of all this chaos. Maya was sitting there like, like we were talking, you know, like she didn't, you didn't care about nothing. It, like it absolutely did not phase you. And I said, I had, I added one and one together. I was like, she eats military. Like I've never seen anyone go on the road and keep that regimen up the way you did. Now I watch you do it in Australia and I watch you do it again in England. And this is all while people were walking past you with shrimp, uh, uh, barbecue, chicken, chicken wings, everything. And it doesn't matter if they walk by you with a plate of, with a, with a pie of pizza. Your focus is like, it's something different. But the thing that really got me about it was that you were not worried about coronavirus. And was that because you know that your body is at an optimum level of health? Was that what it was that gave you that confidence? It was a couple of things. I mean, I tend not to react or overreact when I hear devastating things that happen around the world. I like to do my research and I fall back and observe first before I go crazy. <laughs> but um, I also am very militant as far as my lifestyle and it's not difficult as well when you have a reason and a why um it goes beyond just me and my health um but to lead by example and it can affect any one of us at any time but i never trip number one i've lived a life of 40 years already and if i go it's my time to go and i hope that i leave something behind of value i'm not afraid of death i never have been uh, losing someone is different um, so that's not something that I focus on. I focus on the task at hand and the now because I can get very ahead of myself. And then life becomes overwhelming when I start thinking about too much ahead of me. That's number one. Number two, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it's not guaranteed 100% that that will be effective, but the chances are 
that it will be. So why not prepare so that I have a fighting chance and maybe I can help some other people because if I'm not here and other people rely on me, then what good am I? Right. So that's how I approach life. Life has taught me <laughs> how to take that approach and it just keeps me at peace, but also peace is very important for your immune system too. Fear is no good. And that's just how I like to live. I let it go, I let God, but I do my part too, because you gotta meet God halfway. You know what I'm saying? I, I think one of the things about the coronavirus, and then we're gonna hop off this, because there's a bunch of questions I just wanna ask you personally. Uh, half of the thing about coronavirus is your immune system and fear. And you just talked about both of them. You're like, I don't have any fear, I let it go, I let it be what it is, and however we're gonna rebound is however we're gonna rebound. If you can have that attitude, then a lot of what would attack your immune system is not there. And, mm -hmm. and that's half of battling this. And people are saying Maya's 40. Maya's not 40. Maya is 73 years old. She's 73, okay? I, let's just be honest. She's 73 years old, but maybe she looks 40, but she's 73. But forget that. I want to ask you a bunch of different things. And these are all things that I was thinking just when I would see you in the hallways or whatever, I would just be thinking these kinds of things, just wanting to get to know you. All I want you to do is give me one word answers. That's it. I'm going to go through this really, really rapid. Okay. Just give me a one word answer. Your favorites. Favorite food. <laughs> Pasta. Color. What was that second one? Color. Color. Fuchsia. Piece of clothing. T-shirt. Day of the week. Monday. Shoe. Favorite shoe. Favorite shoe. Sneaker. What kind? Nike shop. Holiday. What's your favorite holiday? Mother's Day. City. Favorite city. Hmm. Let's come back to that. Song. Ribbon in the Sky. By Stevie, Stevie Wonder or Intro? Stevie Wonder. Okay, we'll take that. Month of the year, favorite month of the year? July. Who or what would you haunt if you were a ghost? <laughs> My ex. All right, we're not, we're, no, we're not going to do that because then that goes, we're going to go over there because there's many questions I can ask about that. What's something that people thinks makes them look cool but actually makes them look ridiculous? Oh, um, goodness gracious, that's so hard. It's a tough one? Yeah. Okay. It's different for everybody. That's hard. What's your most unusual um, I would say loud colored cars. Okay, loud colored cars. Very, very, very what we call niggerish. Maybe not for you, but it is <laughs> too much. What is your most unusual talent? What's the talent that you have that's most unusual or that people don't know? Unusual? Oh, I can draw. You can draw? Are you good? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. If you were a man for a day, what would be the first thing that you'd do? If I were a man, curse somebody out. You would just get on up here and be just in everybody's face, breathing, spitting, <laughs> cursing them out, and just yes. be a dancer. Who are the five people that you're closest with? Say it again. Who are the five people that you are closest with? 
five people that I'm closest with. Do I gotta say names? No, you just say who they are. <laughs> oh, let's see, myself, yeah. my mother, and my father, my grandmother. That's four people. Um, and my best friend. Okay. No guy, no, no guy, no nothing like that. We're gonna keep that's that that there's no guy that you're close with, there's nothing, or you just who, keep that to yourself. I mean, my best friend could be a guy. Alrighty then. Uh, do you believe in extraterrestrial life? Yes, I do. Why? Planet Nine. Maybe I've had some encounters. You have you you've had some real encounters with extraterrestrial life. Is that true? It, like, walk me through it. Tell me. What I, I might. I, I might have. I don't know if it was a dream. If it was a dream state, I don't know. What, I really believe that there is life outside of just planet Earth, being that there are billions of planets and billions of galaxies among billions of other universes within this universe. Yeah, I really, truly believe that. Well, my personal opinion is that Earth is the ghetto. <laughs> and Earth is the ghetto to these people. And we and are the virus. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're probably like, well, I don't want to yeah. be down there. This is ratchet. This is uh, what scene in a movie has evoked the most feelings out of you? What scene in a movie evoked the most feelings out of me? Um, I'm going to just say the whole zeitgeist. My mouth was on the floor the whole time when I saw That's that. That's deep. You Years ago. See, can, you, can you explain to people what Zeitgeist is? For oh, people? I can't do that. That's not something I'm even going to do. Okay. It's, it's a long rabbit hole that you yes. don't come out. Yeah, see, you just I have to watch you, it yourself. I didn't know that you go down the rabbit hole. Myself and my man, I am KBJ, we go down the rabbit hole on a regular basis. Uh, this coronavirus thing was so deep to me. Some days when I go down the rabbit hole, I cannot get up and get out of my bed. So I kind of had to cut the news off and cut all the conspiracy theory <laughs> off because I couldn't get up and get going. If I would have known that, we would have had real deep conversations. I'm going to ask you a couple other questions. Okay. Relationships. What's a relationship mm -hmm. breaker for you? What's the one thing that you just cannot do? Oh, let's see. What's one thing I cannot do? I mean, obviously cheating. Um, not returning calls, going missing, no text message replies. Okay, like okay, let me Play games on your phone with other females. If that's the agreement that both of us have together, understanding that it's a two-way street when you break the other street and expect okay. me to stay on the street, no thank you and bye. Okay, but listen, but listen. What if I'm working and I can't answer the phone? What if I'm somewhere else That's doing fine. something and I can't answer the phone? Exactly. Like, you, you, you That's totally fine. You explain that once you eventually speak. You know what I'm saying? I'm not insecure. But do not trip on me when I'm in the studio till 8 o'clock in the morning. Do not. <clears throat> this is a whole other conversation. <laughs> Are you more Do not be accusational when my phone rings and I don't pick up. But I deserve an explanation too. It's just it has to be a two-way street. If you're trying to set the rules that you don't follow, I'm not with that program. That's all. I don't trip off of nothing. But when you start tripping off a very little thing, but don't do your part 
I'm not with that halfway program. Okay, now, now you're always calm, cool, and collected to me, but uh -huh. I'm telling you right now because I'm looking in your face, I yes. see there could be some crazy in there. I, I, I see that there could be. There's never a crazy unless there's a cause. Nah, you got to push a whole lot of buttons a whole lot of time to get me there. And if you get me there, you are the problem. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you this. See, people, let me just tell people, I just let the light skin fool me. I let the light skin fool me. I just found out a lot about this woman. I really let the light skin fool me. Oh, what? I would, not, I would not play with this woman because I see it in her eyes. I, I see it's, 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 Where are you from? I'm from New York City. I, I don't want okay, no more to for you. That's not far. <clears throat> I'm good on that. <laughs> are, you, are you more into looks or brains? <sighs> I'm into everything. I'm into full package. But which, which one is more important to you? Is looks more important or brains? Which one? For what dynamic are we talking about? Relationship. Okay, for a relationship, brains, because you can be a beautiful person to me on the outside. If, first of all, your character's intact, because you could be smart, but your character's messed up. You know what I'm saying? I think brains are great, but, you know, logic isn't everything. Where's your heart? Your character, your heart, your soul. I think that's first before just intelligence because what are we talking about when we say intelligence book smart that can be learned mm -hmm. you know <laughs> which which intelligence, is, which intelligence is more is more uh more of a turn on to you is it book smarts or is it common sense uh common sense because you can learn things out of a book you know and apply those things at any point in your life we never stop learning i think Having logic, having common sense is very smart to survive in any type of world, in any environment. That's something that you just, I think life will teach you. But some people don't seem to get that. Like there's a hole in their heads. <laughs> and for a woman, you must feel safe if you're with a partner in a relationship. And if common sense is not talking in certain scenarios, it can be very... Um, unattractive it could be a turn off you know okay <laughs> would you ever take back somebody who cheated or did you take back somebody I have. That and what happened? I, have. I have taken back someone who has cheated to be honest i uh, i never got over the hurt you know what i'm saying uh because i live with you and then you develop a complex and you might lash out at the person or consume a whole lot of insecurity and the rela relationship becomes dysfunctional because of the dysfunction. So it just didn't work out. Um, I think when that <laughs> behavior is repeated after you take them back, it's time to leave because then you're just disrespecting yourself. Yeah. Okay. Does a man have to sh give you his password to his phone if he's in a relationship with you? No, he doesn't. Mm-mm. You don't need it. I don't need it. Uh, I wouldn't be in a relationship anyways that I feel I couldn't trust the other person. And I trust my gut and instinct, but I also, you know, set my life up and uh, <laughs> my finances up so I can always walk if I 
can't tolerate something. I'm never in a place of need. It's because I chose you because I want to be here, not because I need to be here. So um, that doesn't bother me. I want a person to be exactly where they want to be. And if that's not with me, that is totally fine. It may hurt. I'm not going to lie. But you need to be over there if that's where you're choosing. I'm not with the mix-up. You know, if this is the agreement that we have a relationship based off of, <laughs> you don't want me over here. So why are you over here? No, you need to stay over there. And I'm going to be right here by myself. I don't even need to choose anybody else because I can choose me. You know what I'm saying? That's a healthy place to be. So it just has to be fair. And every relationship and the understanding is different. This doesn't apply to everybody. It's based on what you guys agree to when you step into the situation. And you need to be fully aware. That's what I've learned. <laughs> so basically, I need to keep, if I'm going, if a, well, not me. If a guy is going to do that, they need to keep their punk ass all the way over there where you can't see them because you are really not about that. People, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Maya. And we do this every night at 7 p.m. I have a bunch of celebrity interviews. We do advice. We do celebrity gossip. We do news. We do everything. And right after I get off with Maya, we're going to go to the letter of the day. Matt, and this, here's my last question. Do you usually stay friends with your exes? Uh, I'm cool with one of my exes. Yeah. Um, I'm cool from a distance with another one, but the rest I, I can't even verbalize or communicate with because <laughs> it's just a train wreck. <laughs> They have taken you to your highest level of festivity, so you can't you you cannot just, approach that level of festivity with them, basically. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I like peace. I like peace. I like calm. <laughs> I like fun functionality. That's all. Right, not dysfunction. So, speaking of which, <laughs> being that you're here, I'm just gonna go through this. You give me your you you give me your point of view, and then I'm just gonna go to the people. I'm gonna let you guys come on my live. I'm gonna let you guys comment on this. Let's just go right to it. This is a letter from somebody who happens to be on this live. Everybody that I read a letter from is on the live. They watch and they get the comments directly from you and everybody else. Dear Fat Man School, recently I discovered my husband of six years and my best friend of 13 years have been having an affair for the best, for the best part of the last seven years on and off. They both swear it's been over for a while. However... I knew less than two years ago something was going on. It seems childish, but he will not delete her contact details from his phone. I am paranoid that he's talking to her. He has a photo of her against his, her contact, but not against anyone else. So basically, he has a photo of her in his contacts, but not a photo of anybody else in any of his other contacts. I have been trying to move past it. And as much as we get on okay daily, I am full of anger and worry. I am finding it very hard to move on. I go from loving to hating multiple times each day. What should I do? Should I leave him or should I stay? You give it to me. You're here. You might as well be the first person. What do you think? <laughs> you want me to comment? Go on. That's so hard because I'm not in that woman's shoes. I don't know what she's been through in life. I don't know how she truly feels on a consistent basis because she's all over the place. I do feel like you need to separate from this person to give that person time to make a wise decision. And I think you need to do the same thing for yourself. That doesn't mean that you guys can't reconvene. I don't know if kids are involved. I don't know if a house note is involved. I have no clue. So I can't give an answer, but I do think time away to reassess, 
to um, go over each person's actions to communicate from afar and give that person a chance to make a real decision on commitment uh, along with yourself and your self-commitment and what you're willing to put up with. If there's a question in your head, you're obviously contemplating. So you're not sure if you should throw it all away and forgive this person, but also you're not very aware of what forgiveness means and what the complex and some of the things and insecurities that I spoke about earlier will be developed from this and taking the person back that is disrespecting you. So you have to assess all of those things based on your personal relationship. I can't give you the answers because I don't know fully what's involved, but I do feel like time away, separation, is very healthy when you don't know because staying there is probably not going to fix the issue at hand but that doesn't mean that you give up everything 100 percent i always have allowed a person to go ahead and play the field and let them make the decision and then they come crying back and then i'm already done <laughs> i'm already done okay okay this is what you want to do all right i want you to play the field because that's what you want to do I want you to be where you want to be. And it's obviously not with me 100%. So now you have to think about me possibly doing the same thing that you have been doing. And that shit hurts. Does it? That shit hurts. But until that person is in the same shoes, they will never grasp the concept of that pain. And they got to go through it. See, see, here's the thing about you. I have a feeling about you, and I know nothing. I know nothing. I, 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 know, not a, I know not a damn thing. Like, like a Spanish guy, I know nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. But I do know this. Yes. I feel like I feel like when somebody plays, they're not gonna like the way you play back, because you seem like you really play back yeah. in, in in a nasty way. And, and see, That's you when play it's back. Fun. Yeah, yeah. When you play back, it's not gonna be with Joe the police. It's not even about playing. It's about teaching. It's, 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 no, no. It's, 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 it's about teaching. You don't have to be doing nothing with anybody. You could be by yourself in your meditation, but they're now paranoid because you have granted yourself the same freedoms that they feel that you're going to take advantage of. Why? Because they messed up. Two, they haven't been honest with you and they know that you deserve to cheat or do whatever exactly they have been doing. And that part, they don't like the fathoming of the possibilities because now you just open the door over here. Now you just open the door, even though the door might be closed. And I'm not trying to do nothing with nobody. I just want you to learn a lesson. And that lesson is very valuable. And you teach people how to treat you, especially when you keep forgiving. Uh, listen, if I want a lesson, I can go to the local community college. The, the, the thing with you well, is no. it, it's, it's in the mind. It's in the mind over here. What did she do? Oh, shit. She's gone for three days. I don't need I, I don't need that in my life. Personally, yeah. I think this, this man is going to get stabbed. And it's nothing worse than getting nah. stabbed and having coronavirus. So I think... <laughs> My, my it's not that serious. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> Let me explain something to you. You are one of the most peaceful, and I'm gonna leave you on this note because you're 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 basically a, a shining light. You're like a beam of light. There is nothing worse than a woman who is scorned, okay? If you cheat on a woman, if and especially if you cheat with their best friend, you are actually begging to be stabbed, okay? I have seen some shit happen to people just over cheating. I have almost got hit, and it wasn't even me cheating. It was my man cheating, and I almost got hit with a fucking dish that was going about 35 miles an hour. Oh, okay. you're talking about physically being stabbed, like the next episode of Snapped? Yes. Is that right. what you're talking about? Oh, listen, I thought listen. you were just talking about heartache. 
No, no, no. This is cheat. This kind of thing. When you cheat on somebody with their friend, that's a whole different level of hurt there. So, I personally think. You said with someone's friend, friend. Yeah, it was her. Oh, it was her yeah. friend. It was her yeah, friend. That's team too much. Yeah, and she said that lockdown I missed that isn't part. helping. She said lockdown isn't helping because they're in the house all day and all they can do is look at each other. I missed that part. I didn't even hear yes. friends. Yeah, yes, this man, this man needs to put away all sharp tools, uh, knives. I don't care if it's a screwdriver, anything with a sharp point. That man needs to get it the fuck out of his house. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the rest of the people answer now. I want to thank you for coming on. You know I love you. You are one of the few people that I would have in my house. I wouldn't. I don't like people like that. But you, I love, because that's just what it is. <laughs> I love you back. This was fun. <laughs> okay. I will talk to you uh, later, girl. Okay. All right? All right. Okay, love you. Make Noise with Fat Man Scoop is produced by myself alongside Raj Kachetcha and the team at creativecontentagency.com. Please support this podcast by leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I love that. And by following this podcast on Spotify and sharing links to episodes you enjoy with your friends. Do it. You can also email the show via podcast at fatmanscoop.com. I answer that. Or you can DM me at Fat Man Scoop. Yes, I answer DMs.